Hey guys, it's Lucy Biggers and you're listening to the 20 something podcast, the podcast about being in your 20s in 2015. Before we jump into today's show and my friend Allie, who I'll be talking to later, I just wanted to say how much fun I've been having making this podcast. A few weeks ago when I made my first episode, admittedly, I was kind of going through an existential crisis. I think I said I was free falling through outer space at one point. To say that I didn't really know what I wanted to do, what what made me passionate was an understatement. Um, I was just really confused, especially because I'm in between jobs. And so I find that when you don't have a job, it's really, really hard to sort of maintain your footing. Um, but... Now that I've been having all these conversations with other people in their 20s, it's just been the most comforting thing for me because it makes me realize that everyone has moments of insecurity. Whether you have a job or not, there's always going to be something in your life that's causing you anxiety and causing you some sort of fear. So um, it's just been so wonderful to connect with people and I think it really is a testament to how important it is to connect, um, especially in our day and age where technology is changing so quickly, the workplace is changing, expectations are changing. So it's so nice in real time to learn from my peers and see what's working for them, what they're enjoying. And some conversations are going to be you know, more serious and heartfelt than others. And some conversations are just going to be light and talk about social media. But, you know, that's kind of life. And so it's just been a really fun platform. And I hope you guys are enjoying listening. Today on the show, I have my friend Allie Goldstick. Allie and I were interns at Late Night with Jimmy Fallon together about, I guess, in 2011. Allie and I, were we were script interns. We were, um, there was like 13 interns and her and I were like, in a little group together, script interns. So part of our job was photocopying the scripts every morning and then distributing them to all these different areas in the Jimmy Fallon building. So we distributed them to like different production areas and costume areas and what have you. And um, I have to say, Allie was like the best intern ever, like so on her game. And I was honestly, I think, the worst intern ever. I was always like reading a book. I think I was reading Game of Thrones book at that time. And I always was like half falling asleep. <laughs> um She's had eight internships um, from SNL to Jimmy Fallon. She went out and did the Groundlings in L.A. And now she's working as a producer. She worked on The Millers, the CBS show, for two seasons before it got canceled. And now she's in between jobs looking for the next thing and doing some freelance. And we talk about her path to where she is now, her really funny joke uh, Instagram account, And we also, of course, talk about the importance of finding your passion, which has really become a theme of this podcast. I don't know if that is a good thing or a bad thing because I think find your passion is a little overplayed, but um, it really works for some people to, you know, find something you like and do it a lot. Anyway, here's my conversation with Allie. I hope you enjoy. Um, Thanks so much for doing this. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. I'm so honored. <laughs> um, of course. I mean, this is a very prestigious podcast you're a part of. Oh, you're, yeah. You're part of history. Um, <laughs> I want to give people background about how we know each other. We were production interns at Jimmy Fallon a few years ago. And then since then, you've gone on to really continue the production career route. You've really pursued it. You live in LA. And I've watched you over social media have different jobs. And so I'm really curious to know how you went from Jimmy Fallon about, I guess, four years ago to where you are now. What's, what's, what have you been doing since then? 
Well, yeah, so I worked at Late Night Jimmy Fallon and SNL in New York, and I, I, I've always been so passionate about comedy, and so I just really tried to stick with uh, comedy. And so when I, I was interned in New York, I was it was so funny because originally from Texas, I was in New York, and I was like, I am such a New Yorker, like <laughs> loving it. And then my parents were like, okay, don't be ignorant. Now I need to go out to L.A. and try out – LA and I remember I was like no like I'm a New Yorker I've lived here for two years like I can't go to LA that's not me so um because working at SNL and Fallon I was really into comedy and my like number one idol Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell and all of them started at the Groundlings which is a comedy club in Los Angeles so um summer after my junior year of college I came out to LA for the first time and interned there and got to take improv classes and immediately fell in love with LA. Like, um, so nice. mainly, yeah, it, it's amazing. And it just reminded me a lot of growing up in Austin, with, like the ocean, the lake and having like bike trails and hiking and all of that. And so, um, came out here and the industry is really out here. And so I really enjoyed, um, yeah, coming out here and really networking. And it's pretty funny. I, I found my first job, um, through LinkedIn. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, because I made all of these connections when I was in New York, and I came out here, and I, I interned at um, Gary Sanchez and Funny or Die. Like, I'm like, I've had like eight internships. Yeah, you're an intern <laughs> queen. <laughs> I just don't want to work for money, you know? <laughs> yeah, duh. Money's overrated. Money. Yeah, so, um, so after interning, then I got to do some freelancing um, on the spoils of Babylon for IFC, and just, it's great because... LA really is a networking place. Everyone mm -hmm. you meet is involved in some sort of the entertainment industry. Yeah. And so being able to to go out here and um, meet people and be jump on new projects. And then um, when I was in college, before I graduated, I was just, I would go through LinkedIn and I would just message everyone working on different shows that I really wanted to work on. Wow. So I remember, yeah. I know. You're gung-ho. That's such a good, um, for, I think that's a really great way to do it. Yeah, everyone was always like, wait, I've never heard of someone getting a job through LinkedIn. That's so random. But uh, yeah, I became like best friends with one of the executive producers of uh, Always Sunny. And oh, when cool. I say best friends, I mean like we had a fun email exchange. <laughs> but um, and he would he would say like, sorry, there's no positions available here. And I was like, are you sure? Like, I, I'll bring a chair and I'll sit outside. Like, I'll bring my own desk. Like, you don't have to worry about me. Like, I'll, it's always sunny in L.A. Like, I'll be fine. <laughs> all these jokes and he actually sent me um, a random email being like I don't know like what this position's for but they're looking for a post production assistant so I emailed and then I met with uh, the associate producer who has now been my boss for two years and nice yeah I worked at CBS on the Millers and um, then we hopped over and did some pilots for CBS and then also worked at ABC Family on a show and so, so and you've always known you wanted to be a producer uh, yeah, well, I've actually dabbled all over the production um, scheme. I guess I've I've done I've done in front of the camera when I was little. I was like really into acting. Like I think I got my first video camera when I was like eight years old, and <laughs> constantly making little videos, like editing on the tape. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so then, cute. Uh, I did that too. I, I know what you're talking about. Hilarious rewatching them. But so doing that, and then when I got to high school, I switched into really being into being behind the camera. Um, and then producing and directing has always been really fun. And then when I got to college, I, I, I took everything and I meshed it together. So I, I made videos with myself and them, and then I would edit them and produce them and direct them and all of that stuff. So it was always really fun, but I kind of just let the job take me where it's gone. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, I worked in 
in script or I worked in like I helped out in, in talent or it, I've mm-hmm. just been all over. So I really just love being involved in the creative process. So you did all these internships and then how long were you at the Millers before it got canceled, right? Yeah, it got canceled, unfortunately. I was there for a season and a half. So we were on our second season, so about a year and a half. Um, and I loved it. One, one thing that's so important to me is having like a really great culture mm-hmm. uh, environment at work. And and through all the internships and jobs I've had, it's so great working in the creative business because everyone you're surrounded by is also so creative. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really fun to watch everyone like go off and do their side projects and do different things yeah. and collaborate. That's really fun. But how do you feel when like a, a show gets canceled? Is that just sort of par for the course or that must be pretty disappointing? Yeah, the, they say that it, it's it's so natural. It happens so hard. It's it, all the time. Like it's so hard to get stuff on the air. Um, if you think about all the pilots they make and everything. Yeah. yeah, my boss always joked that I got like my experience with my first TV show is not the usual experience. Like usually you're, you work on a pilot, it doesn't get picked up, then you're jumping oh. Else doesn't get picked up, but my first. So when I worked on the Millers, it was like it got picked up mm-hmm. for the pilot, and then I worked on um, the thirteen ordered episodes, and then we got the back nine, which is when they add nine more episodes to make you a full season, mm-hmm. and then we got a second season. And so it's like there's so many different levels you have to achieve in order for it to stay on the air. And he was like, "This is not normal. Like you're very <laughs> right now." And then it quickly got canceled. Very, we we're all really <laughs> upset. And so, I mean, I definitely, but it's it was still such a great experience. And even just being able to be a part of that and watch everyone. And then I went on to new projects with people I'd already worked with. So, it's every experience is a great experience. And so you you so you grew up and you wanted to be. Do you think you could go back into acting? Maybe is that like some a side dream that you kind of have? Oh like, gosh, it was, it's a lot to say that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, especially in LA, it's like that's so LA to be like, I'm an actor. But um, I don't know. It's it's always been something that I really enjoyed. But I don't. I personally like when I act. I like to act as myself. So I'm writing like a stand up in my phone for the past like two years, and people are like, "You still haven't performed." But I always make jokes. It's like I only have the setups. I don't have any punchlines. <laughs> But I <laughs> well, I know it's funny. You have like a, this really great personality, but you also have the mind for production. So it's sort of like you can be in that world without jumping all the way in and being like, "I'm going to be an actress now." Like, is that yeah, kind yeah. of what you think about? Like, you kind of you your foot in both worlds a little bit. I I think that working in production is a great career, and I think that for me personally, I know that some people are like totally. That's great that they're just throwing themselves in it um into acting but I feel like for me acting is kind of like a hobby Mm -hmm. and it's like if it were to become something it would just that would be exciting but I think that working in I I like I I'm definitely a Gemini and that I have two personalities like I can be so silly and crazy but at the same time I can be so professional so that people when I when I'm like work at work I'm like oh yeah like I like to do like comedy and skits we're like what are you talking about and then I'll show them like a music video I made and they're like this is not the same person so it's (laughs) fun fun. so wait let's I I ask everyone about social media and I want to jump the gun on social media with you because you have a really funny Instagram account (laughs) Oh my god. Yes, this is a great place to advertise. Everyone go follow Wave Your Sage. It's a new age Instagram. <laughs> so what's the inspiration behind this? Because I think it's hilarious. Okay, so one of my good friends here, her mom's an artist and she's really in um they're really into crystals and she was explaining to me like feng shui and I just was so intrigued when she was explaining to me about it because I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so I started like researching online and um and then it was it was kind of like it was meant to happen because it kept like going like different things would happen in my life. Like I would go to this, I went to like a massage place and they were like, oh, you should really get like this. I'm like, oh, I know that crystal. I was just reading about it. And then 
And I was like, but where do you even buy crystals? And then like I was at some like trade show or something recently, like a little, I don't know, like, I don't know. Anyway, I was, I was at this show recently and I saw there's a jewelry designer and she had all of her jewelry on crystals. I was like, oh my gosh, where'd you get those crystals? And she told me, this is the best <laughs> store in LA. And I was like, okay. So I got out of work early one day and I didn't tell anyone. And I went by myself to this crystal store. So I went there and I, I bought a crystal and I came home and I thought like my roommate would totally judge me. And so I was like, the next morning we were kind of, we had just woken up and we were like eating breakfast. And I was like, so I did something kind of like crazy yesterday. I like went and bought a healing crystal. And I thought she was going to be like, oh, that's so weird. She's like, no way. Can we go today? And so I went back and I walked in and the guy was like, oh my gosh, how did you bond with your crystal? Did you sleep with it? And I was like, yeah. Like, but like, I'm like, Odd, like funny, like oddly into it, but at the same time, I like didn't want to like, like we're like kind of joking that the fact that like we're so into it because it's new age is like I mean it's great, but it's also like so funny. It's like overblown. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we started this. We were, we were like making jokes that we we're like so new age now. We like bought all this sage like when we went there. <laughs> Wait, I, I have so much sage. My family and friends are gonna hear this and be like, Lucy, this is you. <laughs> yeah. So then, so we came home and we like we had a huge bag of like all this new stuff that we got, and I still only had my one crystal because I don't want to like go overboard yet. <laughs> And um, so my roommate came with like four crystals, like a necklace, like all this stuff. I was like, whoa, she like, got really into it. And so then we were joking. It'd be really funny to make a, well, we were going to make a YouTube channel. And then we made an Instagram first to kind of promote the YouTube channel. But we've only made one YouTube video. <laughs> and it was like really funny. It really escalated quickly. It was like we went to go to this one meditation thing at the same crystal store and we like didn't get in and we're like, Oh, this stinks. We went home. We like got Chick-fil-A and then we just set up our apartment in this huge new age shrine and like made this video in like one hour and we're like, Whoa, that escalated quickly. So you have how many followers now? We have over 4,300 followers (laughs) and it's, it's like so funny, the new age community, but, and it's like, do they know it's a joke? But it's like, but, Yes and no because we're we, we we kind of make fun of it on there, but at the same time we're also into it. So we also post things about like, but we we always make like a, a silly twist on it. So I think they know it's just like a silly new age account. But yeah, it's pretty funny. Um, so I also ask everyone the same question, which is, what is your metaphor for your life? So paint me the picture if you could like paint a metaphor for your life right now and like your outlook and philosophy. What would it be? Paint a metaphor for my life. Well, let's see. Okay, so. I guess, okay, so when I was younger, my mom had this shirt, and it was so funny. It said, what if the hokey pokey really is what it's all about, (laughs) which to me I think is so cute. And so I remember growing up just thinking, like, what a fun little saying that was. And, like, what if the the whole your life really is just, like, a fun, silly little dance? (laughs) And I always try to stay really positive and make every situation fun. And I'm always, like, um, down for new experiences and trying new things and, so for me, like I guess my life's kind of like the hokey pokey. Like I love that you really yeah. are. So <laughs> you have such a good, you have such a good vibe. <laughs> you really have such a good attitude. It's like I get in a better mood just talking to you. Oh, it's nice. But and same to you. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So I guess just like growing up in Texas, like I totally immerse myself in in like the Friday night lights and like so involved in school. And then I spun myself around, and then I found myself in Indiana for school, and I like. I like really immersed myself in school there and being in a sorority and then I spun myself around and I was in New York and so and then I was in LA so it's everywhere I've been I feel like I've really like put my whole whole right arm in and shaken yeah. it all out and then and then the cool thing about it is that when you when you take <laughs> Wait, it you're putting your right arm in Wait, this is your hook of pokey I didn't even realize the analogy was continuing it's amazing <laughs> I'm getting really into it, but like, but when you go like in and out, when you put your hand in the circle and you take it out and like all that stuff, what's great is I feel like I have all these 
um, and like New York and all these places I've lived, I have my friend groups there and, and nothing changes. Like I could leave, but then I could come back and everything would still be the same. And yeah, I still, like still have those experiences. And that's nice too with technology our age that we can, like we were interns in another era. We would have kind of gone, oh, that girl was nice. And now yeah, I don't, I don't think like we haven't even seen each other in four years, right? Only through social media. Yeah, I feel like I right? see you every day. I like I watch you every day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what about um, <laughs> my biggest fan? Oh, okay, so what about when? What about the word millennial? I feel like you'd have a good take on this. Millennial. I I actually have like a really bittersweet taste about it. Um, I well millennial. It's like I feel like we are the future. It's like the millennials are. It's like it's the future. It's like the Jetsons. Like that's us. And so then, um, but it's everyone's. It's such an innovative generation. I feel like like we grew up with TVs and computers and the internet, and we had every resource at our fingertips, which almost makes us like. It's it's almost like a bad thing at, at some. Yeah. Point. Or like the rela- the whole relationship thing for me. It's like how we're. Like, we grew up to only talking to people on AIM, or, like, mm-hmm. we, only, we grew up, like, you would have a sleepover, but instead of, like, playing with Barbies, which, I mean, I, I still did, by the way, I, we would sit on the computer, and we would, like, chat with people and, like, play, like, yeah. like what do you think is the cutest girl in the grade? But, like, you would ask them over social media, or, yeah. like, AIM, but um, I don't know, but I, I think it's great that we're able to to have so much, um, the, all the resources, I feel like we've we've really grown into having such a such a like all so many new jobs have opened up from it and yeah and it's so interesting that like we're kind of changed I feel like we're really changing like the, the future in a sense like everything that we're we're bringing to the table and everything so um what are some words of wisdom or advice from your life that you would give to um people maybe who are like in college still or the uh, other 20-somethings whatever I would really just say like follow your passion because like if you, especially for a job, if you want to do something that you love always and just follow something you've always been interested in. Like, um, my, my parents have always told my brother and I that, that since we were really young to follow our passions and my brother was all like played baseball for years and now he works at ESPN or oh, like nice. I was always really into, um, comedy and like making little skits and everything. And then I, like, I got to work at SNL and work in different, um, comedy shows. So, and it, so it's been really fun and people are always like, Oh, that's so you, like you would grow up to do that. It's like, well, that was my passion when I was younger. So, so my passion. So yeah, I'd yeah. probably just say follow your, and then go, go big. Like if you want to do, if you like really want to work somewhere, you can find a way to work there, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about that. Um, yeah. well, so you are, the Millers aren't open, so you're doing some freelance. So what's the rest of your day look like today? Oh my gosh, today I'm probably going to get laid by the pool. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've been, you can I've been, do that. <laughs> I've been networking a lot. So um, I actually I might have an interview later, which I'm excited about. But um, yeah, so so just, I don't know, just like really looking for a job and being proactive. But I'm, I'm not like necessarily concerned. Like I, I know I'll land somewhere and I'm kind of being picky because I, I want I want to find something I really want to do versus mm-hmm. just doing a job for the sake of having a job, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So you're definitely, you're definitely in the right, in the right space. Yeah. You're inspiring so to me. Yeah. And, it, and it's nice that like working in this industry, it's totally normal to be like, cause the whole, the whole production side of the industry is freelance when you're jumping from show to show mm-hmm. and there's always something going on. Like this week I, I jumped on a commercial like last minute, which was a two day thing, which was really fun. That's so cool. cool. We have an echo going on, so I'm going to say goodbye in this echo. Okay. happened, but thank you, Allie, for talking to me. I learned so much, and you're definitely on the right path, so. Thanks for having me. I'm going to come out to L.A. and sleep on your couch, and we're going to make a music video. 
Oh, yes, definitely. I can't wait for that. I'll start planning it now. And that is this episode of the 20-something podcast. Thank you, Allie, for taking the time to talk with me. I hope you keep on hokey-poking your way through life. And just because of that, I'm going to leave you with a little bit of hokey-pokey just for old time's sake. It's a great song. You put your right foot in, you put your right foot in.